Today's sponsor is Audible.com, which has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at audible.com slash decode. Today's sponsor is also SoFi. SoFi offers student loan refinancing that saves members on average $19,000. They also partner with companies to help pay down employee student debt. See how SoFi can help you at SOFI.com. Terms and conditions apply at SoFi.com slash legal. Recode Radio presents Recode Decode, hosted by Kara Swisher, powered by digital media. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode. You may know me as the person who has to put the internet back together when Kim Kardashian breaks it, but in my spare time, I talk tech, and you're listening to Recode Decode, a podcast about tech and media's key players, big ideas, and how they're changing the world we live in. You can subscribe to Recode Decode at iTunes.com slash Recode Decode, and while you're there, leave us a review. Today in the red chair is one of my favorite people, Kim Kardashian. You might know her. She's somewhat famous from the hit show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, maybe. Among other things, she's also an entrepreneur, a writer, and a star of a video game, and now the number one app on the Apple App Store with her new emojis, or Kimojis. We're here talking in the West Hollywood headquarters of Whale Rock, which is her digital partner. Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. So you have been on stage with me before. We've talked about it. And I brought you in because I felt like you were the probably among celebrities, one of the biggest successes um, in terms you. of Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat now. I think you. we're just looking, you have 72 million Instagram followers. Yes. Which is amazing. I wonder what the number was when we first sat and talked. Probably. It would have been interesting. I think, to, I think it was less. It was a lot less. Yeah. And, um, but it's fascinating to see how fast the number grows. Right, exactly. And now you're in with Whale Rock. We're going to talk about what you're doing with Whale Rock with your apps and everything else. But first, let's like, talk about that and talk about why I had you on stage. And a lot of people remember it was somewhat controversial. Why are you mm-hmm. having Kim Kardashian? I said, well, she's the most successful celebrity in social media. So how are you looking at the social media scene now? I mean, I think people do acknowledge now that you're just the one of the best. You and Donald Trump are probably the best (laughs) Twitter people. How do you think about social media now? I mean, I always have, you know, major love relationship with social media just because I feel like it really furthered my career. And I Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, the reality show, I love filming. It's my passion. It's like my number one baby. But I feel like without social media, I don't know what the lifespan of the show would have been, our careers would be. And, um, you know, I just, I think also like people go in waves of which social media they're most into and Mm -hmm. I use each of them differently. Okay. Let's talk Um, about that. Talk about Twitter. Twitter. I love, I feel like it's my connection to the fans where I can talk one-on-one, get immediate responses, great focus groups. You can ask any question, get an immediate response no matter what time of day it is, no matter what time zone you're in. There's always people on Twitter that are up and engaging. And I love, love, love Twitter. Twitter was the first social media. I mean, besides, you know, Friendster and MySpace. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Twitter is has been really consistent. Mm-hmm. So I love Twitter. Now, you do that yourself or you have a group yes. of people? No, I do everything myself except okay. for actually posting on the app. Like I write everything. I choose everything. I'm just not really a, you know, coder or, you know, mm-hmm. I all the technical stuff I don't really do. But, but it's your I creation. Post every, yes, every word. I, I find it to be super inauthentic if you were to have somebody posting for you mm-hmm. and 
speaking well, many people your voice. Do. Many people. I know I, d- I don't get that. Like, mm-hmm. don't be on social media then, mm-hmm. you know, if it's not you. I mean, unless you're just super busy and you're, you know, I just want to write my own. I can so, imagine Twitter, writing Instagram, Instagram, you, which you um, are very active on Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. And I find Instagram to be my vision of what I am doing at the moment of, you know, my you know, curation of beautiful things. I post like just, you know, random scenery and things that I, you know, find to be interesting and cool. You can see where I'm at in the world and you can kind of follow me through my journey or what events I'm at or if I'm getting ready. It's, you know, a a little bit more in depth, Mm -hmm. but all through, you know, imagery, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you do videos on there too. Sometimes. Sometimes. It mostly images. It's mostly images. I would say Snapchat is where I do the video. All right, talk about Snapchat because that's we, I, I just finished a big tech conference and everyone was talking about the importance of Snapchat and how the other mediums are not keeping up. I did not understand the importance of Snapchat mm-hmm. for a while. My best friend told me to get a Snapchat account and start following some of our friends and he swore that after maybe a week of watching them, I probably would never speak to them again mm-hmm. once I saw what they were up to, <laughs> wasted in the middle of the night, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and their snap stories. And I, he was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just, it was funny to, I, I couldn't get into it for the longest time. And right. I actually just went to the Snapchat offices two days ago and mm-hmm. I told them the story. Mm-hmm. I said, I just couldn't get into it for right. a good six months. Why? Why was that? I felt like it was, was it a weird medium. a little bit more, you know, maybe a little bit too invasive, just because I felt like I share so much yeah, and I do. put like yeah. if I'm filming all day, the last thing I want to do is get my phone out and start filming, you know, more. Mm-hmm. Then once I started to see that you really have the power to post what you want, it could be two seconds. It can be a quick video. It doesn't you don't have to take yourself so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like Instagram, I only want like pretty images and things that I feel like are a story and go together. Snapchat can be very random. You can mm-hmm. post whatever you want. And I feel like you can see my personality the most on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can just be silly. We can sing in the car. You can have, you know, put funny filters. And your sister's very good at it. Yes. You're, she's really Kylie. Cool. Yeah. She's fantastic. Courtney's really good. They all have, you know, you can really see everyone's personality on it. Mm-hmm. And then my app is like everything rolled into one. Right. Let, we'll get to your app because you have a lot of new things that you've released online yes. just recently. And then Facebook? Facebook, I'm not on as much. I have to be honest. Because? I kind of like creep and look for like old high school friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's just kind of fun. I don't know why I'm not on as much. It is the biggest platform in the world. I know. Yeah. I so know. What, is it does it not appeal to you or what? No, no, no. It does appeal to me and I do enjoy it. But you don't post on it. I don't post as much. Have you tried Facebook I, Live videos? Um, no, I have not. Have you seen any of them? No. Did you see the watermelon that got exploded by the rubber bands? No. You didn't? No. You need to see that. Okay. Okay. I'll go look at BuzzFeed did it. They put watermelon. I know it sounds dumb, but it got, I don't know, 503 million people watching this thing. And they put watermelons until it exploded. Fun. Yeah. No. I'll I'll (laughs) look it up. Not something you would do. Yeah. Yeah. Not, no. Yeah. That's interesting, you know, it's Facebook because <laughs> Facebook has become. I love the, Facebook. I, I get I that, just, but it's for publishers like yourself. It's, it has become the go-to place because of yeah. the huge size of it. Yeah. But you find you get the same bounce from all the other ones. Maybe I, I just uh, have been more personally into just like the intimacy of, I feel like Snapchat is still really intimate because I have a small group of people that I follow. And I, I also, what I really like about it is just that I... You could choose to look. You could choose not to look. No one will, you know, be offended if you're following, not following. It just seems like super instant. 
And what are you trying to communicate when you're doing those? What is your goal? I would say Twitter is mostly for communication, connection connection and Snapchat. Um, Snapchat is more of just, I'm not even trying, there's no thought out message. Mm -hmm. It's just completely spontaneous and just whatever comes to mind, which is, I think, the beauty in that. So we're going to talk about the apps in a minute, but you're using all these other, you're, you're not taking more control of yourself by having your own app and then releasing Kimojis and, and different things like that. We're going to talk about that next. But when you look at all these platforms, are you, you jump right in, but there's a lot of feedback that you get, mm-hmm. some of it negative. Yeah. How do you deal with that? I, we had Lena Dunham on and she said she doesn't mm-hmm. even open Twitter anymore. She can't do it. It yeah. caused a big controversy. She says, I can't look at it. It makes me sick to my stomach. How yeah. do you deal with it? You know, on Snapchat, you don't see comments, so that Mm -hmm. makes me happy. On Instagram, you do see a lot of negativity. You do Mm -hmm. see a lot of negative comments. I try not to really look at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you obviously see it Mm -hmm. in the first few that pop up. So if you get a vibe of like negativity, I try to refresh it, refresh it until a few positive things come up. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I personally, I have such a thick skin I've been, you know, in the business, I feel like for a long time, and it's mm-hmm. always been a lot of haters mm-hmm. in the work that I do. I think being right. on reality TV hasn't typically been the most respected form of television. Mm-hmm. And I've dealt with that, you know, since we started. So I personally have a thick skin. The people that I, you know, worry about and get concerned about are people like my little sisters that still are young. They live a really grown life. And you know, but how to communicate to other people to not really actually look. People used to always say, don't read the magazines, Mm -hmm. don't really pay attention. And Mm -hmm. it was so hard. I could truly say that I actually don't look at them and I don't care. I used to say I didn't, but I really still cared. Mm -hmm. I'm at a point where I really don't care. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't affect me. But I don't think that a lot of people are at that phase, especially if you're younger and you're a teenager growing up and not even being in the business, but just living their life mm-hmm. in, a, in a world where social media is so important mm-hmm. and so just everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just feel really blessed that I was able to grow up and live a normal life before I even started, you right. know, to be in this business. I feel really fortunate that I had that experience. So in that vein of disrespecting, in social media, you aren't. You've gotten so popular. It's re- it's an interesting thing that you. How do you do? You feel you're disrespected that you don't get enough. And we're going to talk about your entrepreneurship next. But do you feel that that has changed? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think like with the amount of followers, and there's so many positive comments. So I mm-hmm. don't want to mm-hmm. like on Twitter. I see all the positivity. Mm-hmm. It's just truly. I think like sometimes on Instagram, the comments and people are always judging a picture, mm-hmm. which I think is just not you know fair. Just I've never but been. But you don't respond, th- right? No, I'm I mean, constantly. Every uh, once in a while, I'll I'm a respond. big responder. I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Like I love every to- <laughs> once in a while. I love a good clap back. Yeah. But um, if something, I love when Chloe does. Yeah. Chloe's the one that'll say anything and uh-huh. everything. And I wish I could sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, I want to like read this person like so badly, but I just well, you've got an don't. emoji now that does it. Don't be yes. rude. Don't be totally. rude. Yeah. And then, totally. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about that next. We're here with Kim Kardashian, entrepreneur, reality show star, and digital kingpin. We'll be right back. If you're always on the go like myself and don't have time to sit down and read, audible.com is a great source to be able to catch up on the latest bestsellers. Listen to it while on the road or at the gym. Audible.com is a leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Audible content includes more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. 
Audible carries audiobooks in every genre imaginable. Business, classics, history, self-development, just to name a few. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash decode and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash decode. That's audible.com slash decode and get started today. Today's show is also brought to you by SoFi. SoFi is a new kind of finance company that's helping members get out of student debt faster. Refinancing student loans with SoFi saves members on average $19,000. I have the COO of SoFi, Joanne Bradford, here. How do you save us $19,000 and what are you going to spend it on, Joanne? Well, the average student leaves college with $35,000 in debt. Uh-huh. If you get an advanced degree, you have over $100,000 in debt mm-hmm. at a high interest rate. Most people actually don't even think about it. Okay. And all these employees at all these tech companies, mm-hmm. media companies, law firms, consulting firms have a ton of student loan debt. So they should refi just like you do your mortgage. Mm-hmm. You can do that at SoFi as well mm-hmm. because you're not going to save your way to prosperity, you've got to earn your way. So get yourself oh, a good job. Oh, that sounds so good, Joanne. Right? Wow. Save your way. Right? But you also have parties too, right? Uh, we have events for people. We have career counseling for mm-hmm. people. If you lose your job, we'll help you get a new one because if you've qualified to be with us, we believe in you for the long term. All right. Now, would you spend that $19,000 on Kimojis? I would spend them on that because a Kimoji is emotional and money is emotional. Oh and my everybody God. needs oh to get God. it under control. Oh, my God. GoSoFi.com. Talk about a great employee benefit. See those billboards on the 101. I shall. See how SoFi can help you at SOFI.com. Terms and conditions apply at SoFi.com slash legal. We're here with Kim Kardashian. You might have heard of her once or twice. She's one of the most famous people on the internet, actually. And she's broken it several times, apparently, <laughs> with pictures. Talk about that breaking. Maybe. What do you What do you think when you're about to publish one of, like, when you take a picture <sighs> of, of yourself naked, for example, or somewhat naked? What I do you feel think? like at this point, haven't people seen it so many times? Like, it can't really do it. It's, it can't, like, break the internet. But it so seems I don't, to. I don't think people of go it crazy. like that. What are you thinking right before you post that? Should I not do this? Maybe No, not. never. No. I think, like, I don't even just does it is this how I feel is this a good picture I don't think like I'm gonna post this to see the crazy controversy and the reaction that people when I posted this photo and I had like blonde hair and I put those two bars yeah I saw that the sensor bars Mm -hmm. I truly was like baffled that people still cared Mm -hmm. and the response that people gave some people outraged because I'm a mom or some people just so supportive thinking, you know, this is great. And I'm my personality has never been, you know, I'm such a feminist and follow me and be naked and be comfortable. I've never been that. Like if you are conservative and that's how you are comfortable, more power to you. I respect you. Don't you look know, at my naked pictures. Totally. Yeah. Just don't, you know, you don't have to look at what I do. I'll post what I'm comfortable with. Some days I'm more confident. Some days I'm not. You know, you're not just, trying to be provocative or cause I a really, reaction. I just think it looks good. I'm uh-huh. really not trying to cause a reaction. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll send it to my husband if he's into it and he mm-hmm. thinks it looks good. That's mm-hmm. really the only reaction I care about. Mm-hmm. But if I like the photo and I'm into it, I'll post it. Right. And you don't have any other ulterior motives to do that. No. Like no. I truly was baffled when mm-hmm. people still cared. I'm like, they have seen me naked 500 times. And the sensor bar literally was probably more covering than a bikini. Mm-hmm. Like there was no, I just could not grasp how people were so outraged. What do you think, how many naked pictures will it take before people are tired <laughs> of looking at you? I don't know. 
Well, maybe you we'll find naked. out. I think well, full naked might get there. Really? Yeah, I think so. You definitely break the internet if you do that. I'm not suggesting it, but yeah, go right ahead. Um, With Ina right next to you. I know, you, Ina's here. Giving you the death um, stare. Uh, yeah. Ina's so my publicist, everyone. So let's talk about what everyone. you're doing now. Thinking of breaking the internet, these Kimojis. Yes. There's something else. Yes. You know, when I gave this speech, when I gave you that award, yeah. I'm like, I like them except the fact that my 11-year-old son is the way <laughs> I learned about them. And I'm sure he's now clicking uh, on his thing to buy them because he's got some some of the new ones I'm not so pleased for him to use. But talk about twerking. the Kimoji, the twerking, yeah. yeah. The underwear, it's maybe fine. the dry. Yeah, okay. It's fine. Yeah, I know it is. I know. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm trying hard to be open-minded. Um, so <laughs> w- tell me about those. What are you trying to, w- why did you try you know, to do those? I don't those? have I'm- guns in it. I am, I do have limits, okay. you know. You know, it's gun violence so awareness is day. good. yellow. Yes, so yellow. you can have little it's orange. twerking and, yeah. I mean orange. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Yes, so twerking you can have is twerking. okay. I mean, yeah. Drop the mic is very popular. Yes. The Middle finger up. Middle finger up. The boobs shaking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Working out. How do you come on up the, with those? On the ball. That was nice. Yeah. Well done. That was, um, Kanye came up with that one. Did he? Yep. What did he say? You should do a ball. Oh my God. You should do a workout ball. Do squats. Do a workout, uh, you know, sitting on the exercise ball. Uh-huh. How do you come up with these? Popsicle. Popsicle, okay. Just so we'll see things and we'll just, you know, Uh write it down. Like we'll have a list. Like, oh my God, that would be so funny. Like all, I basically started with all of the emojis, like how I would speak. I was a big emoji user. I Mm -hmm. I am, but all of the emojis are things that, emojis that didn't exist. Right, right. So now you're number one. How many have you sold in this new round of emojis? Gosh, we haven't gotten the analytics yet. I don't know. How many of the first group? A lot. Okay, what's that? Hundreds, Hundreds of, millions of millions shared. Of um, and you get a big cut of that. Uh, it was my idea, yeah. So. Yes. So you did the Kimojis, you designed them, then you work with Whale Rock. Is that yes. how it works? So basically, it, you know, I came up with the idea. Whale Rock is my partner in mm-hmm. my app, my personal mm-hmm. app. Right, we'll talk about um, that in a minute. And so I was looking for a partner mm-hmm. to do the Kimojis. I actually thought of this like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know how to make the... I'm not, you know, a coder. I didn't know how to like make the connection mm-hmm. with Google Plus, with Apple. And mm-hmm. I loved my relationship with Whale Rock so much with all the other stuff we were doing. I asked them if they would be interested in partnering and if they liked the idea. They loved it. They got it. Mm-hmm. I think it's most important to find someone that really gets your idea and is mm-hmm. behind it 100%. And then they brought on a team to focus just on the Kimojis and we, you know, they facilitated everything, you know, with my relationships with Apple and Google and it really helped my vision come to life. Mm-hmm. And how many Kimojis are you going to do? How many versions of Kimojis? I think this is brand two, right? Uh, two. Yes, this is our, our second pack. And if you have the Kimojis, certain we, we like to do gifts and drop in, you know, a little maybe 50 surprises. We'll give you like 50 free ones. We try to do that like every month or mm-hmm. so. Just to give back. To give back. Yes. yes. Here you go. Yes. Shaking boob. It's so nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. So we try to give fun, you know, especially when the holidays are coming out. Right. Cute little sets. What's going to happen there? I'm a little frightened. We we'll might see. have a, a little presidential set coming out uh-huh. with some fun ones. Okay. Summer's coming. All right. I can guess. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the app itself. So you, wanna... the, the other thing is you have the app and each of your yes. family members has one and they're $2 Correct. or so a month. Two ninety nine a month. A month. Yes. And you put in, I can't imagine putting all this free content that you put out. Do you have more content to put in? I mean, we do give a lot of free content in the app. So right. I think that, you know, if you go to even my website, KimKardashianWest.com, you'll find that 
you know, it's a pretty lot much of, half and half. Right. And so what are you going for in this paid app? Do you want people to have a special moment with your cooking, with your sister or whatever? Kind of. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a tough decision to decide to go to the subscription-based model mm-hmm. because um, so much content on there from Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else is free. But we spend, I mean, if only I tell you how many hours a day we spend on the app, you're getting, I mean, last night I stopped by a movie theater where 60 subscribers, I rented out the theater for them to watch one of my favorite movies. And then I surprised them at the end and hung out with them. And, or we flew, I think like 45 people in from all over the world, from Hong Kong, literally all over Mm -hmm. the world to come and, you know, spend my birthday with me for the Mm -hmm. weekend, put them all up at the four seasons, massages for everyone, Mm -hmm. spa days, had a huge brunch with them. It was so much fun. So, I mean, we really try so hard to give unique experiences to for, every, to the, for app the subscribers. Users. For the app users. Yes. You know, I'm thinking in a lot of ways, and a friend of mine who's here, Amina, called you a content factory. I mean, you re- everything is content. Yeah. You know, we spend so much time, but you're getting a lot of personal stuff that you wouldn't see on our show, that you right. wouldn't see on social media. Is there anything left? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, just ev- there is, is every aspect of your life shareable? No. What there don't is, you share? I would say... Please share it. I would say... <laughs> I would say pre-marriage, mm-hmm. pre-babies, the answer would have been everything is shareable. And I would say after, I would say I keep a good 30% to myself. Okay. What's it between the hours of 12 and 3 in the morning? Kind of thing. <laughs> so how does your husband no. feel about all this? Because he went on a rant about in-app purchases, but you have in-app purchases. No, see, this was different. Okay. He, when he tweeted that, mm-hmm. we were on a long car ride and mm-hmm. we were so annoyed that everything kept on popping up and popping up and popping up that our daughter would, you know, cry play. every time the game wouldn't finish playing, mm-hmm. how she just wanted to seamlessly play. We're totally fine with in-app purchases if they come up at the appropriate times, not an ad every two seconds popping up to where mm-hmm. you can't actually, to where a two-year-old can't so actually play was, a game. It yeah. was more of the pop-ups. No, I get the in-app thing. Instead of yeah, the in-app purchases. My son $5,000 once by accident. Yes, yeah. I'm, I get we'll it. We'll talk about that next. Uh, we're here with Kim <laughs> Kardashian West uh, talking about digital issues. This episode is brought to you by GoCD, the open source continuous delivery server created by ThoughtWorks. GoCD is the best integration and deployment tool you've probably never heard of. It offers complete customization for your software's individual needs. There's no plugin or workaround needed. GoCD just goes. Spend more time delivering and less time configuring. Commercial support and enterprise add-ons, including disaster recovery, are available. Download GoCD for free at www.go.cd. I'd also like to tell you about Recode Media with Peter Kafka. Peter, who'd you talk to this week? Kara, this week I talked to Sean Fennessy, who's the editor-in-chief of The Ringer, which is Bill Simmons' new site. A lot of scrutiny and attention placed on it because they just launched. It's pretty cool. If you read Grantland, you're going to read The Ringer. We talked about who's funding it, so that's pretty exciting. It's a good conversation. Find Recode Media on iTunes, Google Play Music, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're here with Kim Kardashian-West, who is, among other things, a digital entrepreneur. She's just released new Kimojis, and she has an app that's gotten very popular where you give all kinds of new videos and opportunities for people, and you moved into the subscription space. You're pretty much in every digital space. Two things I want to talk about is the changing nature of publishing. I think you're making, I really do, and and I've been talking to friends of mine about this, 
a different kind of publishing. Publishing is changing. It is not in the traditional way. You are in the traditional mode with your television show, but this is a new way of publishing. Can you mm-hmm. talk about that? If do you think about that at all? Yeah, I mean, you I seem to have do. an innate sense of where I think that pretty much everything is moving digitally. Mm-hmm. I do like coming home at the end of the day, turning on a little TV and still having that, you know, moment. I don't think everything will be completely digital. Mm-hmm. And move, you know, into like Netflix type, you know, subscriptions for television. I think it'll Mm -hmm. be, you know, a mix. But I think a lot of magazines, a lot of clothing stores, especially in fashion, I think there's such a big business more online Mm -hmm. than even, I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I've been into, you know, a store. Do you want to go into e-commerce? I mean, you do sell things, but really in a more serious way. Yes. Yeah. What would I you think do? that's the future. What would you um, have invented? What would you like to... Are you doing something? Oh, silence. In two weeks, <laughs> we have launching Kimoji Merch, okay. which will be our first like e-commerce. Because you have stores here and regular um, stores in we Los have, Angeles. Yes, we have... Uh, well, one in LA. We have a few stores... One in Miami, New York, and L.A., and we just launched our online store mm-hmm. for uh, Shop-Online. How would you shop differently? How would you like to create commerce? I think just people want things so instantly, and I know that in fashion there's, you know, the runway show, and then, you know, months later it's available, and, you know, it's summertime, but only winter clothes are in the stores and it's all, you know, just so has just their seasons. I think it's, yeah, I think people want to see something and then instantly be able to get it or see someone wearing something, see it on the runway and then go buy it. And I do think fashion is moving into that. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Now, lastly, I want to talk about your parent. Mm-hmm. What do you let your kids use? My son is too young, mm-hmm. but I do uh, every once in oh, a while. Oh, they're never too young. <laughs> he, he has learned he's grabbing things. And so he, there's like music apps that mm-hmm. it could play a piano when you touch mm-hmm. it and certain sounds. Actually, you know what I do when I, you know, put him to bed, I will put like lullabies on and stuff from an app. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter loves games. She has like her own folder section in my on my phone. She knows exactly where the folder is. She can't go to anything. Like she's... She knows where to go. And it's all the games from unicorn games, pony games, dress up this, dress up that. She's very into, or you know what? I find it really helpful and fascinating. There's a lot of word games, number games that kids are loving. you think you should limit your, your kids on the internet? I mean, absolutely. You don't want them like mm-hmm. sitting inside all day playing when they should be outside. And But the learning apps and the, it just has to be a good balance. That's what is you're also a subject of content. You yes. are. You feed much of the internet beast. How do you feel about that? Do you find that invasive? It's hard to argue invasive when you're so sharing, but how do you look at that, especially with you and your husband? You get, you're constantly in the gossip magazines, and now it's become so frantic online, a lot of these apps, and it's so quickly available to people. How do you look at that? I mean... You, you say you don't have a... You have a very thick skin, but... Yeah, and I don't really have a problem with people reporting on things except for when it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. And I'm so open. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to get to me to find out if it's accurate or not. So that line of whether it's like, you know, old journalism used to be so accurate and it's just not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So 
everything that you see and read on the internet. Just there are some things that are so outrageous that completely aren't true. There's some things that might be a little bit true and then they twisted it totally. That's why I love having my app because I have a section called facts where I sit there and I read the headlines and I love to answer all of them and really explain, you know, what's true, what's not true, maybe how someone could have got something the wrong way. So that's what I love about social media is now the journalist doesn't have the final say. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, you, if you want to, you can, you know, refute what's being said about you that's not true Mm -hmm. and clarify it. Or, you know, the other annoying part about it is someone can just write whatever they want. Like who's a journalist at this point? Like anyone can just get on, write any comment, write anything they want. And if they work for somewhat of a legitimate publication, they would maybe assume that it was maybe true. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, last time we met, you were Blackberry Lady. Yes. Are you still? I am so close to giving it up. Uh-oh. Yeah. I oh, thought I was I'm Blackberry till I die. <laughs> I thought I was literally Blackberry till I die. I do still love my I buttons. I see it here. But, you know, I think eBay has almost run out of this model mm-hmm. of this, and I haven't liked... This is what? Which model is this? Uh, this is the Bold. Right. And so I think there's been a few more models since then. Mm-hmm. Which you didn't like as much. Um, no, I didn't like as much. So I feel like I am so close to... Just having the just iPhone having 6 iPhone. S with the Lumi on it. I which d- yes. They do, it looks better. Thank you for those selfie lessons, by the way. Oh, People admire them. It's nice. Of course. Um, but that's what Have you're you using. Have you been practicing? No, not even slightly. <laughs> um, but, but everyone's like, doesn't Kim look good? And then what's said is like, you don't look so good. But <gasps> I appreciate it. I appreciate Stop. your lessons. No, it's not true. Um, but iPhone 6, what else? Anything else? Um, do you have the Amazon Echo? No, I don't. You need to get the Amazon. Really? Echo. Yeah. I, I do feel like I need two phones just because when I'm somewhere and if I feel like my kids can't reach me and one service is out, there's always, if I have two phones, there's always one phone that's working. Right. And so that just But are you going to move beyond better. the phone to the Echo, the voice activated or VR? Where's Kim in VR someday? I don't know. The one thing that's saving me on the iPhone mm-hmm. is that I can, you know, voice talk into mm-hmm. Siri all Siri. my messages mm-hmm. so I don't actually have to sit and type them. Because for a really long time in my iPhone, I was short with everybody. Mm-hmm. If I was only using that and my words, I didn't want to, I wasn't comfortable with the mm-hmm. text. So I would just give these like one sentence, one word answers. Mm-hmm. And now I use, you know, the voice and I can, you know, say full paragraphs. But you're not working on virtual reality right now? No. Nothing? No. It would seem a ripe area for you no. of development. I know, but and I've a few things have come my way, and I just haven't gone there yet. Right. You know, I do take my time, even though it might seem like I'm a little, you know, I'm maybe ahead of the curve mm-hmm. when it comes to new concepts or new social media platforms. Sometimes I'm a little late to the game because mm-hmm. I really need to fully investigate it, fully feel invested before I'm going to really start something new. And I haven't any VR, any, it just hasn't seemed felt right to me yet. Is there one thing you'd like to be invented? That's my last question. In tech? Mm-hmm. Or for yourself, a car, self-driving car. Would you like one of those? It was so funny. Kanye asked me that literally two days ago. Does he want one? He does. I don't know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like they would be it would definitely be safer mm-hmm. it's a new concept to me just like when my dad would tell me he like brought like the first iPod mm-hmm. and was like there's gonna be no more CDs soon mm-hmm. 
this was like years and years ago. And I was like, you are crazy, dad. Like, that's not happening. Like, no one's going to listen to music digitally. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? You know, and so Kanye said, I mark my words. It's like when your dad told you about the iPod. Mm -hmm. There will be self-driving cars oh, there everywhere. Are. There I are. know. I mean, yeah, I know there are, but um, but everywhere. But everywhere. Yeah. To you, techie, he is. He is. Yeah. What does he use? What phone does he use? iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. Cam, as usual, it's a delight. Thank you so much for so coming good on the to show, see you. and thank you for having me. Good luck me. with your emojis. Thank you. If you enjoyed the interview as much as I did, be sure to subscribe to the show. Be the first to listen to future episodes or catch up on previous episodes, including some really fantastic interviews I've done with Lenny Letter co-founders Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor, Glue CEO Niccolo DeMasi, and Representative Nancy Pelosi, just to name a few. You can find all those interviews and more on Recode.net. Now that you're done with this, why not try one of our other podcasts? Recode Media with Peter Kaffa comes out every Thursday. On Fridays, I host Too Embarrassed to Ask along with Lauren Good of The Verge. And on Recode Replay, you can find audio from our events like the Code Conference, which we just finished up in Los Angeles, Peter Kafka's Code Media, and Jason Del Rey's Code Commerce. Please listen to Elon Musk, the founder of SpaceX and Tesla, talk about how it's all just a game. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Recode Decode. Remember to subscribe to the show and leave us a review at iTunes.com slash Recode Decode. I'll be back here on Monday with another great guest. Tune in then. This has been Recode Decode, hosted by Kara Swisher, powered by digital media. For more hard-hitting interviews with insiders from the worlds of tech, media, and politics, subscribe to Recode Replay on iTunes, featuring candid conversations with leading voices like AOL CEO Tim Armstrong, Goldman Sachs' CIO Marty Chavez, the team behind the hit TV show Empire, Shark Tank investor Mark Cuban, and presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. They're all on Recode Replay.